Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. I'm Charlie Wright. Today is September 9th, 2016, and we're very pleased to welcome as our guest today, Don Robinson, CEO and Chief Investment Officer of Palladium. He speaks to us from the headquarters just outside of Philadelphia, PA. Don, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Yeah, good afternoon, Charlie. Thanks for having me on. So first, Don, on on the personal side, uh, tell us, uh, I have heard a rumor that uh, the great W.C. Fields said that he was going to have written on his headstone in the cemetery, better here than Philadelphia. Well, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, that, that, that's what I've heard. Is, uh, are there reasons why he would have that on his headstone? Is that an accurate description of life in Philadelphia here? I'm not so sure. I've kind of bounced around between you know the West Coast, New York, and Philadelphia, so it may be accurate. I'm not sure, but there are certainly a lot of money management firms and asset management firms in the Philadelphia area. Yeah, and certainly Vanguard uh, and among many others here. So Palladium uh, offers risk-managed strategies to investors and to advisors, and those strategies include absolute return, global macro, multi-strategy strategies, and you have endowment models. So let's start a little with uh, your background. Sure. I've been in the business, gosh, 33 years. I've been in the investment side of the business for just about all of those 33 years and actually got my feet wet wet in Chicago at uh, Northern Trust Company. And some of your listeners may remember, maybe they wouldn't, but 1987 crash, uh, the market crash, a lot of people had blamed something called portfolio insurance. And I was uh, actually involved in the early days of of launching portfolio insurance. In fact, we uh, had a team of folks that that, uh, managed a number of strategies for our institutional accounts at Northern Trust at the time and it worked when it worked and you know it was everybody pointed the finger at it in 87 as one of the causes of the crash but I'm not so sure of that so we were early we we were innovative and again it was taking the perspective of risk and risk management so that's where I started my career from that time on I went to New York and worked at a firm called Chase Manhattan Bank, which I don't think exists in that name uh, anymore, and ran their pension consulting practice, working with corporate defined benefit plans, foundations, endowments, and really working side by side with those those institutions and other consultants to analyze the risk in the portfolios and uh, essentially guide them on on portfolio construction and asset allocation for their funds. And then I made a switch. Probably, I think it was the late 80s. I went to work for a firm called Shearson Lehman Hutton, which some listeners probably remember. Uh, and in, at that time uh, was the CIO for something called the Consulting Group, uh, which eventually became the managed money area for Smith Barney, and we we launched a number of new innovative products at the time, 
ranging from the first mutual fund wrap program called Track Advisory to um, one of the early, I would guess, would be called 40 Act uh, Liquid Alt uh, Mutual Funds, which was a kind of a, a fund-to-fund approach. So went from there. Five of us left Smith Barney, and we launched a firm called Lockwood Financial Services in 1995. Fast forward, sold that to uh, Bank of New York, and stayed on as Bank of New York merged with Mellon and Pershing. And about four and a half years ago, I took my senior team of investment people, and we I lifted the team out of uh, BNY Mellon, Pershing, and Lockwood, and we started uh, the firm called Palladium. So here we are today. So tell us uh, about Palladium, and uh, let's uh, particularly focus on the uniqueness that it offers. Sure. Palladium is about five years old. Uh, We are an independent, privately owned RIA. Our focus is really to partner with institutions and other advisors to deliver outcomes to their clients. We do have a few direct clients, but that's really not our core, core business. Our focus is really to deliver uh, the investment process that we've developed over the last 33 years, and we deliver that in a couple of forms. One is we will share our intellectual capital with our partners, and they will trade the portfolios, or we actually uh, offer um, the service where we will have full discretion in managing portfolios for our partners' clients. So we act as sub-advisor. Uh, money manager, and then we also have a consulting business where we will um, partner with other firms and their investment teams to basically deepen the bench, strengthen the team, uh, provide an outside objective view on the investment side or the investment process. So that's, that's in a summary, what Palladium's all about. Um, We're we're pretty lean. We have six six people. and uh, we're just in the what I would say the the early growth phase of, of building out the business. So tell us about um, you know what 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 is called today your unique value proposition here. Well, what is it that you bring to the marketplace that you see has been missing, and that you see as your strength and offering to other advisors here? Sure, I think I think it's quite simple, and 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 I think a lot of firms sort of ignore this is we spend a lot of time focusing on what I call the controllable factors, which are things like fees, taxes, transparency, liquidity. Those are things we can manage as well as as sort of the multiple sources of risk. So if we do that all that correctly and we do it consistently, we you know the, the idea is to provide better outcomes for for our partners and their clients. So that I think that's unique. Number two is, is that a lot of the portfolios that we develop and we deliver are based on forward-looking data, meaning, you know, it's, it's easy to look in the rearview mirror and say, gee, you know, this is what happened the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, but we all know that markets don't work that way. So we've developed over the years a process to, to look forward, anticipate risk, anticipate opportunities, and that's how we actively manage portfolios for clients. So it's a little bit different. It's not style box. It's it's unconstrained, if you will, but it's focused on how do I best meet the client objective? How do I best meet their financial goals? That's the right benchmark. And so we develop strategies based on those metrics. 
So your clients, are they typically institutions? Are they smaller advisors? Are they larger advisory firms? Who are they? Sure. Uh, the client base runs the gamut. I would say on, 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 the, on the institutional side, we do have, uh, for instance, one of the largest independent woman-owned firms in North America, and it, it's one of our larger relationships where we both have a consulting relationship and we also manage the alternative investments for all of her institutional clients. So we are the fiduciary for the alternative sleeve of all her her larger clients, whereby we go in and we use our core low-cost approach for the core, and we will also have responsibility for picking and choosing maybe some less liquid uh, alternative investments to complement the rest of the portfolio. So that's on the top end, and that's a firm that has assets on the uh, uh, in the number of five billion. And then we we also work with what I would you would probably classify as as mid size to larger size independent uh, registered advisors who either outsource a good portion of their investment process or are a piece of it, especially on the alternative side, where they just don't have the internal resources or the expertise to really focus uh, uh, on doing it, you know, doing it properly or taking, you know, as a full-time job. So we'll complement what they may be doing already on the traditional side. So I noticed that uh, on your website that you have uh, various uh, what you call alternative strategies. You have absolute return, global macro, and multi-strategy. So do you offer these as packages to your clients, or do you create things from the ground up for some of them? We do both, but for the most part, the, what you're seeing on the website are those three those three strategies. We do have track records, so they are they are. Uh, I would say they're packaged in the sense they are they are delivered either as our signals or they're or they're delivered uh, in a separately managed account construct where we have full discretion. It typically the the SMA format is really for larger accounts where we we do um, work with clients that are sensitive to taxes. I know a lot of investors think alternatives and they think uh, tax ineffective, but we we uh, that isn't how we view uh, just about all investing. Is that we want to be sensitive to taxes as well if it, if it's appropriate. So those three strategies run what we think run the spectrum of risk and return in the non-correlated space or the alternative space. Absolute return being the most defensive or bond-like in the global macro being uh, sort of go anywhere, take, sort of magnifying our, our biggest um, investment bets uh, go forward. So, and okay. The strat is really a, a diversified, lower-cost, daily transparent, fund-to-fund approach to uh, getting exposure to all these various strategies. Don, now hold that right there. We need to take a quick break here. We're talking with Don Robinson, CEO and Chief Investment Officer of Palladium out of the Philadelphia area. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. 
So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. And now back to Charlie and his interview. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're talking with Don Robinson, CEO and Chief Investment Officer of Palladium out of Philadelphia. And uh, Don, uh, you also have endowment models. Why do you have endowment models? Is that specifically for endowment clients um, or end clients? Or do you offer those endowment models because some private investors or some advisors want to be able to tout that this is an endowment model? Sure, it's a good question, Charlie. No, the endowment models are what we call our multi-asset class solution, uh, which is which are integrated with alternatives. So it's really, it's a more liquid version that's modeled after the Yale model or the Harvard model. And so one of our sort of philosophies that we've been grounded with on the alternative side is that we think there are ways to deliver non-correlated sources of risk and return to clients, but also doing that by being very sensitive to the cost structure, the fee structure, and so the endowment series are really geared towards clients that want a holistic solution for their investors. So it may be the advisor who would outsource that solution to somebody like Palladium, and they may focus more on the relationship side with their, their end investors, such as tax planning, uh, estate planning, some of the other features that would go along with financial planning. Um, so it really depends on the investor we're working with or the, or the partner we're working with. But the endowment series are really geared toward providing a holistic approach to whatever that client's long-term objective is. So it includes or incorporates uh, alternatives as well. And so, for example, in the endowment model, are you using outside third-party managers for portions of that? Um, or are, are these all yours only? Uh, that, that you manage person that, that you guys manage we well it's a it's a mix of both so uh, given that uh, you know myself and my other partner grew up on the index fund side of the business and that's why I always talk about sensitivity to, to fees and cost is that we will construct portfolios for clients and we will implement either using baskets of securities that we create ourselves or we'll use ETFs we were very early adopters of ex- exchange-traded products. And really for the more, I would say, for the more, um, not esoteric, but for things such as long-short credit and long-short equity, things that are not considered traditional, we will outsource to, to people that have expertise in that area and will tend to, will tend to migrate towards um, the lower-cost institutional share class mutual funds to incorporate the strategy especially for most of our clients. Um, it's only when we get to the largest institutional clients where we we will also work with outside managers, but they will they may tend to be um, private investments um, or, or limited partnerships. But for the most part, we uh, it's a mix of both. So we, we tend to, people say, do you embrace active or passive? We would 
we would counter with that and say, well, it's all active portfolio management. Um, we're just looking for the best outcome after fees, after taxes, inflation, and so on for your clients. So it's a mix of both. So in your uh, in your alternatives and your endowment models, do you have hedging strategies using uh, options or going short, being tactical, anything like that? Yeah, that's a good question. We do a little bit of all of the above. I know it may be confusing, but um, I think a lot of clients get confused or investors confuse uh, diversification with direct hedging. Um, we do... We do from time to time do some direct hedging, but we will outsource that as well. In fact, um, we currently work with a firm that has an option strategy that I'm sure you're aware of that uh, we are using in our strategies to, to provide a direct equity hedge. We will also do that from time to time on the bond side as well. Um, so, yes, I mean, we are we tactical or opportunistic? Yes. I mean, based on our forward-looking model, we will take thematic bets, we'll take what we call factor bets across asset classes, and from time to time we may overweight uh, a particular sector or industry uh, to complement the rest of the portfolio. And we'll, and, and there we'll decide if we want to go into, instance, for instance, global health care, do we want, number one driver is do we want to be there? Our model will tell us yes. And then number two will be, do we want to outsource that to somebody to pick stocks, or do we want to just take a passive position in, in that space? So um, it's a little more involved. We're totally open, open-ended in terms of go anywhere. It's really, again, focused on the outcome for the client. Sounds like a lot of work for six people here, Don. Uh, you, you must be a slave driver, huh? <laughs> well, it's, it's a process we developed years ago, and we've refined it. Uh, over the years. So I think, you know, the, the good thing is it's repeatable, it's understandable, um, and it's and it's work. Well, good. So, Don, a question we'd like to ask all of our guests here. What keeps you awake at night? Well, there's, there's, there's quite a bit of that. I mean, I, th- I think especially in this environment. Um, you've got so many, what I would say, challenges and headwinds, but I also think they're opportunities. You have the market headwinds, which you, we all know and talk about, we have zero interest rates. We have extraordinary actions by central banks. We have um, just a number of issues with uncertainty across the globe, even in our own country with the elections coming up. That Those are all investment headwinds that we have to deal with. And then we have we have other issues as well that, that impact impact our industry, and that would be the, the regulatory um, burdens that we're all dealing with, especially with the new DOL uh, ruling that has come out. But I think, frankly, I view it as an opportunity because we, we're already there. We're already, we're already all about transparency. We are about, you know, minimizing the fee impact, the tax impact, because uh, we know it impacts the outcome for investors. So, those are the things that always keep us up at night, but they're also the things that drive uh, uh, the enhancement of what we do for for our investors. Don, the second question we'd like to ask all of our guests is, what book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? Anything by Peter Bernstein would be my would be my recommendation. Um, he's written a number of books uh, on risk, on gold. Number one, he's he's uh, he's an excellent writer. Obviously, he's 
had been in the industry for years, so that would any book that he's authored would be something that I would highly recommend. Thank you, Don. Others have uh, recommended him as an author as well, and he's certainly well known in the industry and uh, somebody who can uh, whose knowledge can be imparted. And like you say, he's an excellent author, and so I, I would completely agree with that. So provide us. Palladium's website, and for those uh, who may be spelling challenged like me, spell Palladium sure. for us, will you? Sure, it's uh, it's spelled P-A-L-L-A-D-I-E-M, and it's an interesting play on words. The, the derivative, the name, that was the hardest thing, Charlie, when we launched the firm was to come up with a unique name. And some people ask us, well, what is it? It's not the metal because it's not spelled like the metal. And I said, no, it's a play on two words. It's a play on Palladio, the Italian uh, Renaissance, Renaissance architect, and Diem sees the day. And uh, when we launched, we said, you know, we are building a foundation for your clients. We are wealth architects for your clients, which it sounds a little bit corny, but that's that's <laughs> really that's the story behind the Palladium name. Hey, you know, every, every uh, person and company has a, has a name and has a story behind that name. And uh, Palladium, uh, you know, it's not a name that you forget, that's for sure here. So it's palladium.com. That's correct. Uh, so uh, give final words for our listeners here, Don. Sure. I would just, I would tell uh, your listeners that, you know, it, 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 may, it may appear like a crowded marketplace with so many products and services and... A fast market, uh, given the fact that everything is 24-7, but the, but the reality check is is that nothing is really changed in terms of the basics or the foundation of investing. The key is to, is to I would say to your listeners, is to focus on controllable factors. The fees you're paying, know what you're investing in, by God. Don't, don't, if you don't know what you're investing in, don't do it. So transparency is huge. If it's a taxable portfolio, be sensitive to taxes and understand the impact of, of inflation if we see inflation again in our lifetime. So those would be the takeaways, and I, it sounds simplistic, but those are the biggest impacts on outcome for most investors. Well, i got to tell you, Don, we've had many of an interview, about 180 here uh, on the show, and those are not factors that people are stressing these days. So you guys are, are unique that way because people stress other factors, typically the strategy and the, uh, the patterns or the uh, mechanisms they're using for identifying opportunities, but they're not stressing those factors that you have mentioned, partially because we, we focus on alternative investments, and typically alternative investments are on the more expensive side. And many people are not going to understand the hedges that have been put on, etc. So if you can make those things well understood by people, and you can control many of those factors, uh, you guys are uh, uh, on the unique side in the marketplace. Yeah, and I, th- I think we'll all be better off, and, and uh, it's just the right thing to do for investors. So, Don, thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate you uh, coming on. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate it. So, again, we've been talking with Don Robinson, CEO and Chief Investment Officer of Palladium out of the Philadelphia area. And you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies you're not hearing elsewhere. We wish everyone an enjoyable week and productive investing. 
You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. 